You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. We're joined by uh, Pete the Vet in the studio. Hi, Pete. Good morning. Um, chocolate and animals. You mm. should not give your pets, particularly your pet puppies, chocolate, I believe. Yeah, there's a few misconceptions over chocolate and dogs that I think it's worth correcting. Um, the first thing is that you're, you're actually not going to harm a dog by giving them a bit of chocolate. It's not that poisonous. In fact, I've never come across somebody poisoning a dog by giving them chocolate. That's not what the problem is. The pro- but the problem is that if you give them little bits of chocolate, they learn to love it. And what oh. they then do is they steal it. And that is the... Like, if, if dogs had morals and they know, knew not to steal, there'd be no such thing as chocolate poisoning in dogs. <laughs> right. So the problem is, maybe like the rest of us, they overindulge in the chocolate. They they have no off switch like if I had a lovely big box of pure chocolates here and I offered you some and said have as many as you want I reckon you'd probably eat two you might eat three or if you're a bit of a pig you might have six let's say now if you offer the same chocolates to a dog they would eat the lot they would eat the whole tray and then they'd take that off the top and they'd eat the next level as well Dogs so they basically stop. get sick. They they eat way too much chocolate. But the, so that's the first problem. But the second problem is they don't just get sick. If we ate that much chocolate, we get a bit sick. Um, but what happens to them? As many kids will discover over the weekend when they eat too much chocolate, you know, they get sore tummies because they've just eaten too much chocolate. But the problem, for, the additional problem for dogs, is that they have um, an exquisite sensitivity to theobromine, which is the chemical in chocolate that makes us um, feel maybe a little bit giddy or, or, or a little bit of euphoria after you've had Indeed, a nice bit of chocolate. It affects the receptors in your brain. Well, f- it does for us in, in quite a nice way, but for them what it does is it, um, they can't metabolise it and so it accumulates. Oh. They haven't got the same enzyme systems as us, so, so that the thing accumulates and so it causes their heart to get, to, to get irregular and then to stop and it causes their brain to get jittery and then they start to have seizures and they go into a coma and then they die. So it's like it badly affects their brain and their um, heart. Now, the, 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 the key thing here as well is um, the toxicity depends entirely on the dose per kilogram. So that means we actually very rarely see a big Labrador coming in with chocolate poisoning, but we often see small white dogs or little Cavalier King Charles, dogs that weigh somewhere less than 10 kilograms, they're very prone to it. The reason for that is that if a small dog eats let's say, a whole, whole medium-sized Easter egg, that dog could be in trouble. One whole medium-sized Easter egg would be enough to cause a small terrier, um, you know, serious illness and possibly death. Um, a, 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 a big Labrador would have to eat, I don't know, six Easter eggs or eight Easter eggs to be in the same equivalent trouble. And, you know, it's quite hard for a dog to find that much chocolate, really, isn't it? Yeah, so, so keep an eye on the, the dogs this weekend. Really. Lock up your Just chocolate. Lock up your chocolate. <laughs> keep um, it out of dog reach, at least. Speaking of poisoning and, and animals, mm. we were just talking there about cats. Mm. Um, the the dangers to cats of poisoning from, from plants and flowers. And yeah, the most common poison to affect cats, interestingly, is Easter lilies. Um, you know, those big white lilies. Mm. And people might think, well, you know, cats aren't going to eat lilies or something. How can they get poisoned by them? Well, I'll tell you, a classic example was a cat that 
we had to treat that, that developed kidney failure. So it's, it's kidneys packed in completely. And we were trying to work out how it could have got this kidney failure. So we were asking about the cat's environment, about where it lived and so on, and any possible things in the environment that could have contributed to the kidney stopping working. And it turned out that the cat's basket was beneath a shelf on which there was a big bunch of white lilies with orange stamen. And what had happened was the pollen had been drifting down from the lilies onto the cat's fur. The cat had then been grooming itself. And when they, when the cat licked his fur, he was licking off the little bits of orange that were landing on him. And it's that orange pollen is the toxic stuff. And humans can be allergic to that pollen as well. They can be allergic to it, but they, they wouldn't be poisoned by it like cats mm. are. Cat, again, it's to do with the cat's metabolism. So, so maybe if you do have cats and you, you have white lilies to snip out the, um, the, the stems. That's, the, the very least you would do would be to take out the orange central bit so there's none of that stuff around the place. But it's true that the, the stems and petals and leaves they all contain the toxic ingredients and sometimes cats do actually chew on those things just like dogs eat grass sometimes sometimes cats do so the, the safest option is just not to have lilies in the house if you've got cats okay so uh chocolate and dogs and lilies and cats um yeah, two easter messages <laughs> um, any other any other poisons we should look out for uh with, with animals at this time of year coming into spring and summer um I think there's a whole range of things in the environment that can be poisonous. The most common poison for dogs, actually, is a tablet, a human pain relief tablet. Not because they steal it, but because people give it to them and they don't realise that it's toxic to dogs. It's ibuprofen. Mm. So the message there is don't give any human medications to your pets because they often have very different effects um, and on, on the animals compared to the humans. And the, one of the most common poisons in cats is actually environmental treatments like disinfectants for patios and so on. So, again, if you've got chemicals you're using them, make sure you keep them out of the reach of pets so they can't stand in them or, or whatever. So don't medic self-medicate your pets. Mm. And, um, I mean, obviously, if you're worried about something, a health issue with your pet, uh, like a human going to a doctor, bring, bring the pet to the vet. Yes, and over the weekend, over these two weekend, vets are um, vets are obviously going to be closed for some of that time. But all vets are obliged to provide a twenty four hour service. So if you you might think well, there's no point in phoning the vet because they'll be closed. What you should know is that all vets will have some way of being contacted. So if you phone, for example, if you phone our clinic, you'll get given a, a, a separate phone number to call. That's for the Dublin. Um, Pest Emergency Hospital, and so there are vets and nurses who are awakened at work at the emergency clinic all weekend waiting for your crises, which hopefully won't happen, but it's reassuring to know that if there is a crisis, there's always somebody there to help you. Um, and those numbers are available online, I'm sure. Yeah, well, if to you just phone your, phone your regular vet, mm. um, they will have an answer machine message usually which explains how to contact the emergency vet we were talking here last week about your your book uh, ah yes the book launch when is that I had the book launch just a couple of nights ago in the harbour bar upstairs um, we had a great gathering of people and I uh, Claire Byrne very kindly um, introduced uh, my book and officially launched it and then I read a chapter and I'd never read from my own book for a crowd before so it was <laughs> quite nerve-wracking but funny enough I really enjoyed it as well um, so the book is now officially in the bookshops if you see it you'll see it on Bray Main Street for example there's even a window display with lots of my book there so it's very as a, as a newbie author it's very exciting I have to say I'm loving it 
Um, so you're probably doing the whole circuit of interviews as well, are you? You're doing the whole media yeah, you, publishing you, thing. That, that's you kind of have to do a little bit, yeah. So I'm, I'm going up to London in a couple of weeks' time for a, an interview on BBC about the book, yeah, about pet subjects. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of having to line up my little anecdotes and get my head sorted to be able to do that as well as I possibly can. Um, I think that the, the UK market is perhaps the, the bit that's more... Um, from the publisher's point of view, that's the one that's obviously a bit more important. Yeah, it's a bigger it's market. Yeah. But for me, um, I, I, I'm loving the fact that here, I'm out here in, in, in the town where I live, my, my books in the sh- bookshop window. It's just a nice, nice buzz. I so, don't need chocolate to get that buzz this weekend. Uh, and if, if people want to pick it up uh, and read it over the holiday weekend, yeah. uh, it is available. Dubray bookshops book and lots of other bookshops, and you can buy it online. Dubray as well. They have it on their online. It's actually it's in there top five bestsellers online already there you are there you go <laughs> go you uh, any, anything else Pete for, for us to watch over the Easter weekend with pets uh, apart from the chocolates and the lilies I, I think it's a good time to spend with pets the weather's getting warmer it's a great time to walk dogs um, and um, yeah get out and about with your pets that's what I'd say yeah and uh, I think the weather's going to pick up again uh, over the weekend so uh, have a have a good one I hope, I hope it's not uh, too busy as you said I hope there not too many emergencies come your way um, Pete the Vest thanks as always for joining us